What is up? Coming to you live from the cat house in Montebello, California. And oh my god, my microphone is out of control. I am sorry for anyone who listens to the audio version of this. Good lord, it's Dre's Geek Philosophy. Yeah, uh, as usual, you know, the post-baby discombobulation that happens here. Wow, it is still too hot. This can't, I'm like, I'm looking at my, my, my levels here. The levels are still too hot. I mean, if you're watching this on Facebook Live, the levels are not too hot for you, but poor, 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 poor people who have to listen to this audio version. The first thing they're going to hear is, ah! But say la vie, that's, that's how it goes sometimes in this wild west of the podcast business when it's all DIY, when I'm not just the host, I'm also the producer, and I'm also the engineer, all at the same time. What's going on? It's Monday. It's March 9th. It's the day after daylight saving time. And the only thing, I, I don't know what we're saving. I complain about this every year. And you know what? And now as a parent, it, it is like, I don't know, it's exponentially worse. <laughs> it's just, because, you know, at least before, if you're just losing an hour of sleep, you just lose, you know, an hour of sleep. But, you know, waking up, at midnight, waking up at 3 a.m., waking up at 5 a.m., waking up at 8 a.m. before having to go to work today, and you're just all already thrown off. It's just, it, it's magnified. All my fellow parents out there, I, good God. This is a rough gig sometimes, especially with this government-mandated extra hour of daylight BS. Pick pick one. Pick non-DST, or I, 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 I complain about this every year. I'm sure I complain about this before. It's 164 episodes. I'm sure there's at least three other episodes where I complain about this. <laughs> but it is what it is. Uh, it, it, yeah, so that, that, that also kind of works as your daddy update. We, we, uh, here, here's your... Let, 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 always kick off the show with a daddy update. My, myself, my lovely wife, Rosa Limon, and our little boy, Tiger. We, we, we had our first real outing this past Sunday. We actually went out of the house, and not for a doctor's appointment, and not for like anything oh it's a specific thing like oh went to go I'm, I'm getting some new glasses these are not the new glasses I these are two years old and for those of you with with eyes or eye problems you know every couple of years you got you got to go get these babies up, uh, upgraded or updated so we, we went out to Glendale to go get myself a new set of Warby Parker so there's gonna be some new glasses coming up here in a, in a, in a week or so and so we went out there our originals are right, we're just gonna go Take care of the glasses, and we'll we'll see where we go from there. And, and uh, the glasses thing literally only took like ten minutes tops. It was like that's why I like going there. It's like all right, go in there, give me the widest pair of glasses you have for this giant Megamind dome of mine. And I found some extra wide glasses, and they're 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 pretty uh, pretty uh, snazzy. That's the word I'm looking for, snazzy. And uh, they, they are wife approved because obviously she's the one who has to look at this mug. I, I honestly, oh, I only really see myself, you know, that the hour or so a week where I'm doing the show because I, I see the reflection of myself uh, on the camera. But beyond that, I don't, I don't really take a, uh, I'm not longingly looking at my face. I'm not the narcissist Lex Luger constantly flexing in front of a mirror. But I, I made sure the wife appreciated the glasses and she's the one who has to look at this mug uh, on a daily basis. Wife likes them, and they're coming. So we, we finished up. It was super fast. And it's like, oh, we're hungry. Let, let, let's go get something to eat. Because uh, normally it's like, let's run home and, and make something at home where, where we have the, the baby safe at home. It's like, no, 
we went to the the, the Americana at brand and we went in there because uh, my wife's like oh there's a couple of good places because she used to work out there for legal zoom and there's a couple of good places in there we can go grab something something to eat and we can just sit out there I'm like oh got the baby in the stroller all right let let's do this work we're, this this is uh realistically the first time we as a family have eaten out <laughs> since before the dude was born. Uh, and it's funny, like, this morning we're talking about, like, when was the last time we actually, like, went out and ate to, like, I've gotten my fast food and whatever. I, I'm obviously back at work, but uh, the last time my wife and I ate together and sat down, obviously this wasn't too fancy. We got some, some, uh, some pie hole. Thank you. Yeah. So I was, I was trying to think what, what, savory pies. I was trying, that, that's where I was struggling. I remembered pie hole, but I couldn't remember. It was, we got a couple of savory pies from the pie hole and sat down front of a Barnes and Noble and ate them, but it was still, that's still, in our book, that still counts as eating that, because we had the little dude in, in his stroller, relatively relaxed for the time being, <laughs> at least at that time, and yeah, it was, it was, it was cool, it, it, it was, it was, a, it was an odd feeling to be out and about, and uh, pushing the stroller around, making sure our, our, our little guy's okay, uh, we went into the Barnes and Noble, and uh, that had, you know, I was like, oh, take the elevator, it's funny, like, once you're out and about, like, I don't think I ever noticed how many strollers are out there. Like, I'm sure I saw them back, you know, before I was a parent. But now, like, post-parent life, I just see strollers everywhere. It's like, we're, like, looking around, we're like, look at all these strollers, look at all these, all these kids. I'm like, everybody's fucking. <laughs> There's all this cop copulating going on, and everyone's cranking out kids. Look at all these strollers. And we're having to maneuver our stroller through all that traffic. It, it was adorable yesterday as we were leaving the Americana. It was like there was a there was a little boy. I don't know. He must have been like two or three years old. He was pushing his own stroller out, and we were behind them. And I think a a, a normal person would have been like, "You're just slowing us down." And my wife were like, "That's adorable. I hope our little guy has the moxie to push his own stroller <laughs> once he's big enough and he's toddling around in a couple of years." It was a uh, yeah. It was cool. And then uh. But yeah, after we, I think we, we reached the, the little dude's uh, maximum point at about like an hour and a half or two hours. Oh, I should say it was about a little bit over two hours. Yeah. He's like, yo, in, in baby speak, it's time for the baby to eat. We need, we need foods now. He starts, you know, uh, my wife knows all the cries. Yeah, I, I, I haven't learned the tone of the cries. My wife knows the cries. It'll just be like, he'll cry certain, I'll be holding, he'll cry certain way and my wife will be like, he has a wet diaper, go change him. I'm like. All right, go check it out. Open up. Wait, look at that. Wife knows. She's with him all day. <laughs> she knows his idiosyncratic routine. It's adorable. I still haven't quite caught on to it, but like, yeah, as we were like pushing him along, he cried and he he let out his his hungry cry. And wife's like, nope, he needs to eat. We need to go. All right, let's roll. Rolled on out of the Americana, got back to the car, and and uh, moseyed up on our day and got got our got our butts back home. So to resume our, our normal, uh, our sheltered little life where we protect our, our fragile little, uh, two months today, officially, two months old, little Tiger Lamone, or little Tiger Ray. There's a huh? There's a breeze. He, oh no, the breeze! Yeah, that, that was me on, uh, was it, that was me like Saturday, <laughs> Saturday morning, like when I opened the door, like, maybe we should go outside. There's a, there's a cool breeze, shut the door, no, he'll get sick. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the fear, like, oh, we don't, we don't want the, we don't want the little guy to, to catch a cold. I, I don't know what I'd do when he, when he gets his first little cold. Oh, my God, I don't know. Uh, Jai Pollitter here on Facebook Live says, worry not, good sir. You will learn his cries, too. I'm sure. And then, uh, G-Song, Mike Kirksey says, nah, is the hunger cry. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, it's like we were afraid of him getting sick. And of course, uh, if you, unless you've been living under a rock for the last uh, two or three weeks, everyone's afraid now of, of illness. Everyone fears the coronavirus. And, uh, and I, I bring it up today. I hadn't, I don't know, I, I, I think I've passively only brought it up in the, in the past few weeks. I, I bring it up today because shit's affecting nerd life now. I mean, uh, this past weekend should have been the Emerald City Comic Con. And I, I had friends who were going to go up there, but nope. They canceled that convention because cl- currently the, the, the fair state of Washington is like slowly undergoing a, a state of emergency as a... The coronavirus is, is literally, it has outbroken up there. It, it, it's pretty crazy. They canceled Emerald City Comic Con. Down. Uh, South by Southwest out in Austin, Texas. I guess there's enough of a, a, a fear of it out there. Boom. That, that two-week, you know, movie and music and art festival. Boom. Bonzo Gonzo. That's been canceled. Uh, now, like, every, everything else now, it's like, can't uh, do we want to gather a bunch of humans in one area and, and shit is getting canceled it's really affecting nerds. i i'm thinking when, when when june comes around if this thing is still outbreak central i mean shit the the entire country of italy has been placed under quarantine today i i saw that today in, in my research at work i'm like what at first it was just northern italy and then the italian prime minister was like fuck it we're quarantining the whole fucking country it's like, we're protecting the rest of Europe. Nobody can leave. It's like, holy crap. And I, I see people thinking, uh, I don't know, I, I'm of two minds of this. I mean, yes, the media is really overhyping the daylights out of this. It's like, I, I can't turn on the news. In this household, we watch the news a lot. And uh, they're just like, coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. Like, oh, the really, the media is really pushing this down our throats. And out there, you know, people are lining up at Costco and, uh, I don't know how toilet paper is going to protect you for the coronavirus, or I don't know if people think the coronavirus makes you shit yourself, but uh, I, people are buying a year's worth of toilet paper in one visit, and I, I don't understand that. It's nuts, but yeah. But yeah, uh, so the Electronic Entertainment Expo, like they keep saying, oh, we're, we'll be fine, we're fine, but if things aren't fine in June, I bet you they're going to start, you know, the, the, I'm, I'm sure the convention center does not want to turn away all this business, but uh who, who wants to turn away all this uh, de- death? Because, hey, this stuff is, I mean, it, it, it's not lethal to kids, apparently. It's not lethal to healthy adults. But if you got some respiratory problems or if you're an older person, this could kill you. Uh, everyone's like, oh, only so many people died. I'm like, it's a 5% death rate so far. Like, the flu kills so many people. That's a 0.1% death rate. Uh, that's a, This is something to be concerned. I don't think everyone should be panicking as much as they are, but this is certainly a concern, especially since you can you can pass along and you don't even know it. I think that's the scariest part. You could not be sick, have it inside you, and share it. That's why all this stuff's getting canceled. Like uh, It was yesterday and today. Uh, uh, yesterday I saw that the, the NBA and Major League Baseball announced that, hey, we might have some games played and there won't be fans. They're just going to not let people... Right, sorry, all those of you who bought tickets, all 15,000 of you who wanted to come down to Staples Center to watch the Lakers play, nope, stay home. The, the Lakers and whoever they're playing against, they're just going to play in an empty arena. Uh, baseball, when the baseball season starts, it just might be, it'll be the Dodgers versus the Giants. And literally only 18 people are on the field. And that's it. 
Deep fly ball to an empty stand. Oh, me, oh, my. Well, I guess it'll be the commentators will probably be there, too. And just cameras will probably just be, like, going across empty fields. You, you, normally, you see all the obnoxious people behind home plate. It'll just be a bunch of empty empty seats. It, it, it'll be like a, uh, a Florida Marlins game, but for every baseball team. It's just, a, that, that, that's a sly sports joke for my people who know sports right there. And, uh, and then I saw today on Twitter that uh, all the major league sports, uh, and apparently MLS is now a major league sport here, uh, they have all said that they're not allowing the anyone into the locker rooms. It's just athletes only now, for I guess, for the foreseeable future. And, uh, yeah, it's like no, no non-personnel, so I guess no press, no visitors are allowed in the locker rooms across NBA MLB, NHL, and uh, and and NBA. Did I say NBA twice? I don't know. Oh, it was basketball, baseball, hockey, and soccer. I guess football is not weighing on this because football's like if this is still a problem in September, then we'll talk about it. <laughs> NFL doesn't care at this point, but everyone else is clearly concerned, and this is just like that. Yeah, see, all right. Fear has everyone acting like an idiot regarding everything except soap. Yeah, it's like. Why do you need so much hand sanitizer when the, the solution is soap? You just, wa uh, yeah, I keep seeing it's like, you just got to wash your hands. If you wash your hands and you don't stick your fingers in your eye and your mouth, like, oh, hold on, let me stick my hand, let me hold all these doorknobs and then shove my fingers in my mouth. See, that's a stupid maneuver. Wiping, like, what are you going to wipe? Why do you need 100 rolls of toilet paper? Like, we go through a lot of toilet paper in this house, but we don't go through 100 rolls. I mean, I need to go out to Target. When I walk into the Target and the shelves of toilet paper are empty, I'm like, I got to restock my house with toilet paper. And this is ridiculous. It, it, it's a, uh, it, me more than that. One of my friends, uh, she posted up a, a, a picture of Costco the other day. I, I think it was Thursday morning or Friday morning. There was a, there was a giant line that wrapped around the Costco before they were ready to open because everyone was like, I got to get my hand sanitizer and toilet paper. And, and I guess the, the local Asian community was buying up all the rice and all the oil. So there was no oil or rice or, or bottled water. I guess it was it's all gone. People are just like hoarding all these things. Uh, I guess it's out of fear. Like, oh, when there's a quarantine. I guess I guess if, if suddenly there's a quarantine in Southern California, I guess the, the, everyone's biggest concern is what they're going to wipe their ass with. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, we'll see if, the, if it comes to that. If... If it becomes the Walking Dead, like my my boss continually says that yeah, the Wuhan province right now is the Walking Dead. It's like it's just, everyone has to stay home, can't go outside, and uh, it, 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 it's it's madness. It's madness for everyone. It's but yeah, it's it's really affecting a whole lot of nerd shit. Yes, uh, and, and my wife chiming in right there on Facebook Live. Our giant bottle of antibacterial helps me sleep at sound. Yeah, because we, we have a baby, and we we had a, like. Like when he was born, we had a tiny little bottle of, uh, you know, antibacterial. Because, you know, after I changed his diaper, you know, there's poo particles everywhere. As my wife says, there's pee somewhere at all times in this house. Somewhere in this house, there is pee. <laughs> or there's breast milk <laughs> around. There's just somewhere in this house. So we have a little bit of a of hand sanitizer. And then uh, we had asked... Uh, her mom, my mother-in-law, to oh, can you go get us some more? We we're running out of our, our little tiny bottle. Can you go get us some more hand sanitizer? We need it for our changing table because you know our baby backpack has a little tiny bottle. You know the little 
eight ounces, and we're like, oh, just bring us in one of those little, you know, those little things of Purell or whatever. And this was like, uh, this was like three, four weeks ago, just around when this thing was all starting. And then, uh, you know, old Mama Cat calls us back. It's like they don't have anything other than than the giant bottles. I'm like, I guess we're getting giant bottles. So we had this giant bottle of Target, you know, Target brand hand sanitizer back when they still had hand sanitizer. I'm like, this is gonna take us a year to use. And like my wife just commented on Facebook, yeah, we can sleep soundly because we have enough hand sanitizer to protect us from the <laughs> coronavirus for a good year with our giant bottle. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's, it's, it's insane what's going on right now. I don't know. And of course, I always bring it up here when it starts to affect our nerd world. Because uh, production, yeah, production of nerd products is slowing down. <laughs> Thankfully, uh, video game software is uh, like is already pre-made here. It's either made here in America by Technicolor, or uh, Nintendo Switch cartridges are, are manufactured and made over up in uh, North Bend, Seattle. Oh wait, no! <laughs> There's gonna be a run on Switch cartridges because the coronavirus is taking out Seattle. Oh no! But like other nerd stuff, because you know, uh, all all these game consoles are made in China. And if China is having all kinds of problems, like that, that's where I I know this thing is a problem when in, entire countries are just shut down. When everything has is totally shut down, you can get that. Yeah, no time. But th thank you, Jai Potter. Thank you for, for reminding me. I forgot about that because we, we we had just saw his, his comedic turn on Saturday Night Live. Daniel Craig. He, Daniel Craig was on SNL this past Saturday. Uh, you know, he was there to promote No Time to Die, but then. Because the movie industry apparently is going to take a $5 billion loss because people can't go gather in movie theaters internationally right now. Like, China is a big piece of the movie industry right now. Because that's what people try to, you know, oh, Ryan Tanaka giving us, all right, all right everybody, I'll download. Office Depot has all the stuff. Cases of water wipes, hand sanitizer. I'm sure that the, the probably the, 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 the joke or the gig on that is that uh, I'm sure it's twice the price of everywhere else. Much like everything at... Office Depot. But, you know, twice the price of Office Depot might still be cheaper than what people are trying to sell it on eBay or Amazon. But yeah, like Jai Pollard just said, yeah, no time to die. Movies are getting shoved back into November because it's crazy. I, I'm actually kind of shocked that Marvel hasn't said anything about a Black Widow moving that back or everything's just vacating the, the, near, the near future just because, well, we've lost the China market. We're starting to lose pieces of Europe. Box office returns are not going to be big, and then, of course, stockholders are going to be angry, and if you follow the stocks, yeesh, it has been brutal. Uh, my, my boss couldn't stop talking about that this morning. He's like, have you been watching the stock market? It took another 2,000-point tumble this morning. I'm like, all I can think about is like, oh, my God, my 401k must be decimated at the moment. Ugh. I was in Jaipal right here. the... <laughs> The upside to the movie being delayed is that he has two more hours to play Final Fantasy remake. Oh uh, yeah, see, I I hope y'all enjoy. I hope that remake is good, just like I said here last week. I hope it's good for for the sake of all y'all excited for it. I know the demo made many many people happy, so good. I'm I'm glad that that demo really filled up everyone's hearts with all of its nonsense. But yeah, this it's out of control. This whole whole thing, but. You know, coming into this episode of the podcast, I, I was very concerned. I'm like, what am I going to talk about today? But thankfully, the podcast gods blessed me this morning. They, they, they blessed me. They, they reached down and touched me on the head and said, Dre, 
we got you covered. We got you a topic you can you can go on about for a little bit. If you're a Facebook friend of mine, you you, you might have seen me post this article of today. Uh, apparently, the, the, the former uh, CEO or the president of Nintendo of America, Reggie fils you know, he, he's a cartoon character. Uh, yeah, the, the man who, he, he, he along with uh, Miyamoto and Mr. Iwata, who, Mr. Miyamoto is the man who created Legend of Zelda, Super Mario Brothers, all that fun stuff that, uh, that we all love. And along with Mr. Satoru Iwata, rest in peace, the, 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 the three of them helped turn around the fortunes of Nintendo uh, back back in the early 2000s. And, but Mr. Fizame, he, 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 was, he was made famous of uh, one infamous E3 where he came out and said, Nintendo's here to kick ass and take names. And uh, it really shocked everybody. It's like, whoa, Nintendo hired someone who's very charismatic and crazy. So this crazy man, he, he had, so last around this time last year, he had retired from his position as president of Nintendo of America. And he had been kind of doing the Obama thing where he just kind of was going around doing speaking tours and educating people on how to be a good CEO and a good president. It was announced today that uh, he is coming out of his retirement, but he's going to go join the, the board of directors for GameStop. GameStop, the, uh, the, the dumpster fire of, of the current video game landscape that is uh, scrambling to stay alive at the moment. It's uh, who they are, uh, they apparently fired a whole lot of district managers last week. And a lot of regular district managers got promoted to regional manager because, oh, guess what? Instead of minding 11 stores, you have to mind 25 stores. So I guess we might as well just call you a regional manager now at this point. Or it's, uh, there's a lot of uh, upheaval going on. Uh, they're supposed to close about one to 2% of stores over the next few weeks. A lot of crazy stuff going on, but then this crazy thing, uh, they, they hired three, they added three new members to the board, but, but to gamers, the one that mattered the most is obviously Mr. Reggie fils The other two, there's a former CEO of Walmart and a, and a former CEO of PetSmart. So they hired these three new guys to be part of the board of directors, and they are gonna uh, quietly shuffle off the mortal coil all the rest of the current board of directors, including uh, the, the former, uh, back back when I worked for GameStop, this guy Dan DiMatteo, he, he was like the, the, the big guy in charge, you know, especially back in the old Funko Land GameStop Babbage's days, he was a, a guy in charge back then. Now, all, all these, him and uh, about seven others of the current board of directors who have been guiding this Titanic into an iceberg, they are going to be quietly moved into retirement. And I'm sure everyone, myself and the rest of the of the nerd media is going to focus on Mr. Fizame because this is a, uh, it, it, it was, I, 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 it, I just could, I shook my head. I'm like, why are you, I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself, Reggie? Uh, you, you, he, he helped with, get the Wii off the ground. They survived the disastrous Wii U. They, they're, they're current. Uh, he, he got out on top while the switch is kicking everyone's butts in, in, in sales. And uh, he has decided, apparently, he needed a new challenge in life. Maybe he needed a new mountain to climb. And <laughs> resurrecting the, the, the GameStop from its current state of uh, disarray, uh, I guess, is going to be their, 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 his next venture. Or uh, He's not going to be the only one responsible for it, but he's going to definitely be the focus. Everyone's going to have their, their magnifying glasses on him to see if he can turn the fortunes around for GameStop, it just blows my mind. I, I immediately, as soon as I, 
one of my coworkers told me it happened. I was like, I, I did a bunch of research this morning, and then as soon as my my, my bosses uh, were were free from whatever they were doing, I, I told them, and it, it was funny. Like my bosses, I I work in video game distribution. Uh, my bosses have been doing this for over twenty years. They've seen everything. They know they they, they know a lot of stuff regards to the game industry, and, and honestly, it's in the best. I've said it before here on the show. It's in the best interest for gamers that GameStop continues to exist. I know that sounds crazy, because how no matter how much GameStop really makes life hell for the normal gamer, it actually is in the best interest that this is a positive thing. My bosses saw uh, see this move of bringing in someone as uh, prominently within the industry as as a Reggie Fizeme to to come in and, and kind of like steer the boat, so to speak, and try to get them back on the right track. Hopefully, it's a good thing overall for gaming because uh, no matter how shitty GameStop is, GameStop represents over half of gaming retail right now. If GameStop were to go under, let's say in the next six months, if it were to go under, you're talking about half of video game sales disappearing. Now, I'm sure many of you Wise people tell me, well, they'll just go elsewhere. They'll just go to Amazon or they'll just go to whatever, go to freaking Walmart or Target. You know what? Walmart and Target are not carrying as much video games as they used to. They have been really, because video games have been on the decline over the years. A lot of these companies, there's a lot of stuff that's going digital only. A lot of these publishers only want to do games digitally because it makes them a lot more money instead of having to commit money to create physical stock and have to go out and convince a lot of these retailers to carry said stock and take on that risk a lot of these publishers are finding oh make a digital version they only have to pay for production they, they only have to pay for the production of the game they don't have to pay for uh, for for physical production hey we we, we sell a hundred thousand copies at forty dollars that's a lot better than selling 5,000 copies at $60. Let me see here. Oh boy. Jai Potter has made a comment and I, I have to sit here and process this because sometimes I have to parse through what he says here. Yeah, Jai Potter says right here on Facebook Live, for those of you who are not watching, uh, telling gamers that, that about GameStop is like telling a grown man that stripper poles spin. <laughs> Their cognitive dissonance is incapable of processing information. Yes, I know because GameStop has proven time after time. And I, I still have to do my little series of separate videos where I, I spill some tea on GameStop. I know I'm going to get to it. I've been working on those retro game minutes. I literally have to, I want to write down these GameStop stories at first and kind of make a little narrative or a script, so to speak, before I start doing these. So I don't want to have my lapses in memory get in the way before I tell a good GameStop story. But yeah, no, it, no matter how much terrible things that GameStop has done to gamers, where they, they literally pay you a quarter for a game and turn around and try to sell it for 10 bucks. <laughs> they, they tell you, oh no, you can't, you, you can't bring those games here. Oh no, we want you to sell us, sell us your phones. Oh no, we can't sell you that game new, but we can sell it to you used. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and sell you a system with enough space to hold 10 games. Yeah, it's just, uh, no matter how much bad they do, they still, there's still a, a giant market share that they possess. And that, that, that's, that's, a, that's a phrase a lot of gamers probably won't understand. What, what, what do you mean market? They still have 4,000 stores. When a game comes out, they send two copies every store. That's freaking 
8,000 copies of a game going to one place. If GameStop goes away, a lot of these smaller, you know, a lot of these smaller titles you love will just end up being digital only, and a lot of bigger games will end up going. They might just go to the digital route. My boss swears up and down that if GameStop goes down, physical games go down. We, we it all just goes away. We we go to a Netflix model. It's just all of a sudden games become like Netflix, and that's not going to work in our current ecosystem. It's it's not. Uh, it, it it would I I I believe it would signal a dark time for gaming. It, 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 I I think it would prohibitively good for the my company because we have a lot of old games because old game systems still work. I can't tell you how many N64s we sold because you know you don't have to connect your N64 to the internet. You don't have to update an old N64. You have to you don't have to update an SNES. You don't you don't have to do a firmware update on a Sega Genesis. Uh, all this stuff. All this old stuff still works, and we've been we've been doing real well selling a lot of this older stuff because you know what? It has a, a lot less issues. You don't have to go, jump through a bunch of hoops and, and and pray that you can still have access to a game. As long as you physically have that copy of a game in a physical way, you can still keep playing it. But a lot as modern gaming continues to move into the future, uh, the the way we have played games for a long time is, is changing against our will or against our wishes, and it's uh. It's scary, but as believe me, there's a big part of me that would be happy to see GameStop burn in flames. Believe me, three tours of duty, especially that last one, <laughs> that that where I worked there for three months after they told me, "Oh no, we're changed. We're we're a brand new GameStop. Don't worry, we're not the evil GameStop you used to work for." And then literally a week after, guess what? We're changing back to the old GameStop. <laughs> Uh, you're not good enough. What? You're too nice to the customers. You're fired. <laughs> Man, I would be happy, happy. A, a good part of me, the the irrational, emotional. I guess as I, I guess if you if you believe in this uh, horoscope business, I am a Libra. I, I do believe in a good sense of justice. Oh, believe me, I would. Oh. All the terrible things that GameStop has done to, to, to people, and not even not even done to me. The, the stuff I I saw for years as a as a Nintendo rep visiting GameStops. The stuff I saw on three separate tours of duty at GameStop. The stuff I I've seen and heard from like the stuff that these poor employees were either forced to say or they came up with on their own because oh I've come up with a a underhanded way to sell things. Ah. It, them going away would make a good part of me very happy. But the logical part of me, that now that I've learned a lot about the intricacies of the distribution side of the, of the business, yeah, them going away, not a healthy sign. That would be a very unhealthy sign of, of the gaming industry. It would literally mean that the, the gaming industry is going into, I, I, I dare say, I, I don't know if it's going to be as bad as the, the, the big video game crash of 1983. I know we, I've mentioned this before, back uh, back in the days with Sam and, and, and Pete, but I don't know if it's going to get that far or that, that low, but it, it's, it's not good. It's not good for the future, because honestly, a lot of these big publishers only put out like one or two games a year. That's why... These trade shows don't really matter to them, <laughs> because like like Activision, literally, all they do now is put out a Call of Duty game and maybe some compilation of an older title. That's it. 
That, that's why you don't see them like fumbling all over themselves. So like, I, if they showed up to E3, it would just be a Call of Duty booth. That's why the, there was a, apparently there was a big Call of Duty uh, World Championship going on in Los Angeles this past weekend. I, I, and I only know, know that because I saw it on the ticker during the news over the weekend. And, yeah, it's... Sorry, I totally lost my own train of thought. I am amazing at this podcasting business. Excuse me. My brain doesn't work. <laughs> it's off by an hour. It's off by an hour. I, I I should be getting ready for the show now. I don't know. It, it should be 7.40 right now. Here I am doing the show an hour early in my brain. <laughs> I really got derailed completely. From my... Oof. This, this is what happens to old age, too. This is a combination of a lot of things. Lack of sleep, plus daylight savings, plus age. My brain just like... Because I... This this is all riffing from here. My I've 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 exhausted my, my, my notes here. And I told my wife, my like, I think I got about forty minutes tops today. <laughs> and we're at thirty one. <laughs> well, I I really did lose my train of thought. Did you really lose I have completely I am I have I have unraveled. Like my brain is like during that Move over. Moving over. I'm moving over. Move over. Oh, I thank don't you. Yes. To see my boobs. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Okay, okay. Nope. Jai has <laughs> helped me put back on track. I was talking about how big corporations don't put out that many games anymore. Yeah. EA puts out the Star Wars game and the Battlefront game. Sometimes the same game. Yeah. All these big companies don't put out big things anymore. Or well, EA puts out a Madden. They put out a FIFA, but it's just a. They recycle the same thing. Hey, look who's returned! Hi. For the first time since <laughs> since our baby was born, holding our son <laughs> off camera. It's my lovely wife, Rosalie. She has come to save me and my brain from its malfunction. How are you doing, wife? <laughs> how, how, why don't you tell us about how, how how have you been? You haven't been here in uh, know, eight weeks. He's a uh, he was born. <laughs> Two months ago today. Yeah, two months. It's been a hot minute. It's yeah. been a hot minute since you've been on. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh, you poor thing. You're just like, boom, yeah, my the, brain is gone. <laughs> it's like my brain remembered that Call of Duty thing, and then now I'm like, oh, my God, what was my previous point? I don't know what it was. I think that's the true sign of, like, the the time change and, like, waking up three times a night. Yeah, waking up multiple times a night and then putting in eight hours <laughs> at work. Eight hours, yeah. And then, oh, and then making me dinner. And I, I, I made dinner yeah. for, for the wifey just before, <laughs> uh, just before I jumped on the, like, I got to make, because she, she's here all day with, with, with our little dude. Yeah. Uh, she, she's been the real MVP of this oh. whole, of, of this whole parenthood thing. Teamwork, teamwork. It's teamwork. Makes the dream work. It's teamwork. You know, yeah. Sometimes like, she, she hands the teamwork. ball off to me, and sometimes I hand the ball back to her. The ball is our son. I hope nobody can see the ball. No, nobody can no, see no, the ball. no one can see the ball right now. No, no, right? <laughs> okay. the, the, the point of view right all here, right. No, you're, you're good. This all isn't right. like Instagram where you take a photo and all of a sudden it shows more than you intended. I know, I hate that. It, it really pisses me off because I was like, oh, my feet were in that photo. Now i got to delete that post. I hope nobody saw it. I have to crop that photo. My my something that something that's in the background. Oh, there's a, there's a USB cable that's sticking around the side of that piece of art I just drew. Gosh darn it! Oh my gosh! Well, sorry so, if I threw you more off the rails. No, no, you did not throw me off the rails. No, no, you did not. Like Jai had just saved me right, right when you joined me. But no, having you join us on the podcast, this is a welcome sight. I, I was wondering when you'd have the uh, the will or fortitude to to jump back behind the camera. Two months. Took two, two months. months. Took two months. Took two months. Because yeah. like, uh, if both of us are on camera, who's holding the baby? She's holding, the baby. She's holding the baby right now, people. She, yeah. She's holding 
She's afraid because right now, <laughs> don't want to get us banned from Facebook, but she's feeding the kid right now. Mm-hmm. Oh! Multitasking. She's yeah. multitasking. She, yeah. She's saving her husband <laughs> and also feeding our son. <laughs> Multi-talented. <laughs> uh, how this have has you, been fun. How have you been feeling, wife? Tell, tell, tell us, how has motherhood been treating you these last eight weeks? Oh, my gosh. Now that we're going to go you into know, WTF uh, well, interview mode here. Our... Uh, the, the podcast that you did where you, like, ugly cried so hard. Yes. You can which, go back and watch that one. I ugly cried telling the story of his birth. Yeah. I mean, that one, I was in pain and, you know, all the bodily things that are happening. Now, I she mean, was in pain because she had a C-section. Only moms know. Only moms know. And especially if you had a C-section, you know, and it was it was three days of labor, that kind of thing, you know, then it is harder than hell. To get back to feeling like a normal person. So I felt like, wow, maybe it was like Mercury retrograde or mm-hmm. like the new worm moon or whatever the hell is going mm-hmm. on. But I felt like all of a sudden, like a breath of fresh air was just like injected. And I was like, whoa, okay, I feel like a normal person all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was the fact that we went to, you know, hang out at the Americana. Yeah, like we, 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 we tried a bunch of people. Uh, yeah. We felt you know. nor- we, we for for a brief little while we felt normal again. Yeah, but before that, I mean, it's all been. I mean, you've seen the uphill battle that it's been. Yeah, so. it's not easy. It's yeah. not, especially after like you 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 like yeah, if you saw the the the, the, the birth story, it was not uh, an easy birth. It was it was a rough birth. You you were the you're the toughest person I know. <laughs> you, you survived. You're here. He's here. Uh, it's it's been rough, and I, I've been I've been trying to be a super supportive husband. Yeah, well, as much as I can. I couldn't have got through it without you. I mean, you know, you're my MVP. <laughs> oh. You're my player two. I'm player know? two. You're player one, player two. Yeah. You got our, our little guy, our downloadable this content. Is our challenge right here, you know. So yeah. I, I, I love him. He is a challenge, but yeah, in the same breath as, as I love him, he is also a challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he is a baby. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing trying to figure out all his little codes, yeah. his little <laughs> beeps and bloops. And yeah, like the, the, the hardest Morse game I've ever played. Of, Why is my son crying? How do I stop it? <laughs> yeah, but I've gotten used to all the um, cries and, you know, all the feeding things. And I actually love to let moms know or let anybody who has questions know, like new moms, you know, what if they have questions... What, whatever you gotta, whatever you want to know, I'm here. Yeah, because you know, we, I like we, to do the research. Yeah, I love doing the research. You, actually, you've done so much research. I've said that many times on the show that you have done a, a world of research, and I, I, we were talking about that last night, where it's like I feel like a lot of moms either don't know how or don't know where to look, or mm-hmm. or they're just relying on just a couple of people. Like they might mm. only rely on their own mom, right? Or they might just rely on one friend that they have, right? Where it's like this whole motherhood thing is like, it's such like you need to reach out to other moms. You need to, I mean, yeah, you have to get as much experience as possible because you you're not going to have the same experience, but you can take pieces from. Yeah. All these other moms. Like, like we, we visited a friend of mine yesterday, mm-hmm. and it was like, I, I swear, like, in those five minutes, I really feel like like you, like, helped kind of, like, explain a few things, like, so quickly to her, and she was just like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's little tips and tricks, and, and I think because it takes a village, it really does take a village. Like, I couldn't have got through this without the people who come and help, you know, all mm-hmm. the family that comes and helps. But 
ultimately, alone time makes me just research everything as much as I possibly can. So, because I don't have the village. It's like as of all of a sudden, the whole village is gone. Mm. And I'm just like, oh, what do I do all alone? Because your parents combine help a lot. Yeah, because they combine help, and I love that. But then when they're not here, I have nobody. So, just, I mean, you, until you, you get him, back from work. Until, yeah. I, until I get done seeing yeah. video games around. So, what am I supposed to do all day long? I, you know, take care of him and research. Just do a ton of research and just do everything that I can. So, I'm filling my brain with all this, you like, know, I knowledge. Yeah, and or, like, we went to go visit. Share. We went to go visit your boss. Because your boss also just had, you guys had, like, almost concurrent pregnancies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, that hour mm-hmm. or so that we spent with them like telling them like you were giving the mom or your, your boss advice and I was talking to her man and giving yeah. him all like the daddy advice I could give them yeah. like oh here's what's gonna happen <laughs> and it's crazy because sometimes when you talk to other parents it's like oh when we were pregnant mm-hmm. it seemed overwhelming right and then all of a sudden you're like oh it's just more and more of a beautiful wealth of knowledge that mm. thank God they told us this and that and yeah. whatever. You like know? we always like, joke about, uh, like I continually joke about uh, the advice we got from my buddy Mac McLean. It's like, oh, right. they're invincible. You can drop them. Don't worry about it. <laughs> just only worry about fevers. Don't worry. Yeah, you can yeah, drop if them. he has a fever, then you have a problem. Just go ahead. They can fall. They're made of rubber. <laughs> I always like jokingly oh, think no. about that, but I'm like, no, I'm not going to let him touch the ground. <laughs> like, no. I keep wanting to make that tweet. I'm like, number of times I have dropped my son, zero. Number of times I have dropped my phone, 852. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to start my Twitter up again just so I can put all, just write all the little tweets that I have in my brain. Like all little at the like random times where I'm like, cookie plus baby equals lunch <laughs> or something like it's just like some some random stuff or or what's the opposite of nocturnal <laughs> i asked her last night and she said it's ring a doorbell turnal and i just was like yep that's why i married her i laughed for a good five minutes straight and i just couldn't believe that i i never would have landed that joke i couldn't have landed that joke plain i wouldn't have thought about that but no what's the opposite of nocturnal Ring the doorbell, Eternal. Just <laughs> land that plane. I laughed I, so hard. My brain just goes in different places. I, and I, I swear sometimes it just does feel like, oh, I got five, five, 10, 15 more minutes of sleep. My brain works a little bit better now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Obviously, yes, the number one challenge, especially yeah. to, uh, we try to give the, 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 the all the soon to be parents, so we like, sleep yeah. is sleep. a challenge. Just like everybody told us, sleep. sleep. Yeah, and then when he's sleeping, you sleep also. Sleep. Yeah. But that's hard because a lot of times when he's sleeping, it's like I gotta oh. wash the dishes, I gotta clean this, I gotta do the laundry, oh, I gotta, yeah. I gotta go take a shit. And then you gotta realize like what matters more, sanity or <laughs> the a dirty house. Like I mean, you that, know, that I mean? dirty house can go if I and we need another 20, 30 minutes to sleep. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> like the dishes can't wait until to, tomorrow. There's nobody who you know who's gonna we come to over impress. and we have to impress. Like no, no. no. Yeah, and you know when people are are like uh, like you say some some people they get advice from very 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 old school mm. thinkers, yeah. old school thinkers, you know, and and it's and they got through it, they got through it, and they have you know they had their kids, and you know, so you know if it worked, then it worked, right? Mm-hmm. 
but it doesn't mean it's going to work for us. Yeah, no. It's, you know, it's, it's, letting them cry throughout the whole entire day just so they can no. sleep at night is not going to happen. No. I, I, that's traumatizing. It, it, I feel it, like it, that's, like, traumatic. Yeah. It, <laughs> you know, it, 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 just like, seems, it just seems mean and yeah. evil. Just let them cry. Just let them cry all day. All day. Ignore them. Why? I, I, I think like wait whose sanity are you trying to fuck with here because like a, a crying baby is not like settling at all no it's you like yes he's like, losing his mind and losing you can hear that and, like the the paternal instincts is like no yeah it's like i don't know if it's just easier for a person to disassociate from it like i'll just let him cry yeah all right. like i binge watched the show babies mm-hmm. and seriously i love i love binge watching that thing because there was so much information like Daddy feels exactly the same way mommy feels. Like a lot, historically, they thought, oh, mother is the only one that gets the instincts and mother mm-hmm. is the only one that gets the love feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no. Scientifically, actually, you get it too, which yeah. is amazing. I love this little guy. <laughs> I love this little man. Every time he smiles at me, I just <laughs> melt. I'm like, oh, I love you, do you, man? <laughs> so, what is. So. Yeah, yeah. It took your mom. Apparently, it took your mom a second to get the joke. The, the nocturnal, uh. <laughs> doorbell turnal. The opposite. The turnal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's that's how we roll here in the cat house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it all goes as we go. All I know. I'm feeling it. At, 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 I'm at the forty mile marker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm definitely feeling it. Yeah. It's like my my co I, I share an office with a, with a young man who's like twenty two, mm-hmm. and I swear it's just like a lot of times I'm like he, I have to like use him as a touchstone. I'm like, it, it, what's cool right now? <laughs> I like that. What's cool right now? <laughs> it's like I need to know what the lingo is. I can't just always just go to Urban Dictionary. No. Mm-mm. But then he's not necessarily a super social person himself, but he knows things. It's a funny thing to be like you in this day and age. We have our internet, and we are super social with. You got, there could be thousands of people, right? Mm-hmm. Yet, we could be home alone. And it could feel totally different. Like, oh, you have all these viewers. Or you have all these Instagram mm-hmm. followers. Or, you know, Twitter. Whatever. You know all these people. You still feel very isolated and alone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think a lot of people don't get that. Yeah. Um, but for, for moms, we do have, you know, a lot. There's, uh, there's Facebook groups for everything. Which is wonderful. Yeah, Facebook you keep groups. telling me stories yeah. about all these Facebook groups. Which Facebook, is why I love... This Facebook group that you were in, the you know, yeah. babies that are born in December and January. Yeah, which is kind of like a, you know, going back to having a village. Surprisingly, Facebook groups are very much my village. Yeah. 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 It's, it's funny, as much as like I always hear from young people, oh, Facebook, that's for old people. I'm like, I'm an old person. I guess so. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess so. It reads. That's why this show is on here. It's for all my fellow old people. <laughs> Yeah. So if you're interested in something and just go on Facebook, go, go to a Facebook group because Facebook you group. will find everything under the sun there. There's and a Facebook Russian group bots. Everything. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't help but be subversively I'm dumb sure. there. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, look at that. It's, right, it's 8.55. Yes. All right. I, I think it's time to, 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 to wrap this. Put, put, a, put, put a bow on it. Uh, put a bird on it. Put a what? If you're in Portland. Put a bird on it? <laughs> Never mind. Only Portlandia people will know that. I, I haven't watched Portlandia. We, we saw the store of Portlandia. Oh, I saw Fred Armisen yesterday. Oh, okay, yeah, I should say, she saw Fred Armisen. I was too busy going, goo goo gaba, boo dabba dabba to this guy. And then I look at it, like, Fred Armisen just passed us. I'm like, what? 
Barack Obama, who turned into the Rock Obama, Fred Armisen. <laughs> that Fred Armisen. That Fred Armisen. Oh man, yeah, it was fun. But yeah. but yeah, as sorry. always, yeah, yeah. We're, we're here. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'm not sure if the wife will join next week, but we'll we'll see how you feel next week. She, you you came here to save my brain. <laughs> That's why suddenly, like, wait, his wife's back. Yes, <laughs> and then and baby right here, just off camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're here every Monday night. Uh, I, I at least I'm here every Monday night. Yes, we're, we're 8 p.m. Pacific time doing this. Uh, well, 8 8 p.m. ish, 8 p.m. ish. I I I don't think I've been on that 8 a 8 p.m. since mm. I I can't recall the last time. Maybe before he was born yeah. was the last time I was on at 8 p.m. exactly. Yeah, but we're we're here every Monday night, and uh, uh, you can also also catch our, my new show, Dre's Retro Game Minute. If if, if you want to see my ridiculousness, focus on video games. For roughly three minutes or less. That's right on, on YouTube. It's also right here on Facebook. A lot of people are watching it. We're, we're getting a lot of new... Fo- I feel like we're getting a lot of new followers because of that new show. Because we, we were taking a real dip in number of people who were following the show or liking the show. And all of a sudden, boom! People like short videos. Yeah. That's why I was like, I'm like, hey, I'm going to start low, reducing the, the, the length of the show from like an hour to like, oh, 40 minutes, 45. Yeah. Don't, don't need to do long form right, no. hours no. anymore. Just mm-hmm. just because I like listening to our podcast. Maybe mm-hmm. people don't want to hear me ramble on for an hour. No, but, it depends. Yeah, the Dre's Retro Game Minute, that's on, uh, it's on all of our platforms, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Twitter. That's at DreGP Podcast. And then all this stuff is also on YouTube. If you just search for Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast on YouTube, you'll see all those videos and some other fun stuff that I've been putting up, uh, either work-related or non-work-related on on the YouTube page. I've been really putting a lot of work on that. Uh, we, uh, we've grown from three subscribers to 22 now, so I, I feel I've made progress from like three years of only having two subscribers to like focusing on it. Like, all right, we've increased by freaking 700%. And then we're getting people... I, I know I'm starting to make progress when robots are commenting on my videos. <laughs> and those comments disappear. I'm like, alright, I'm getting somewhere. <laughs> Go back to playing Breath of the Wild. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wish. We'll see. One of these days. I like that. In my youth, abuelitas that cooked well had well, tons of followers. followers. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> I know. Yeah, and as always, as you can see, we're a young family. If you want to help support this young family, you can always go to my Etsy page, uh, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Dre's Geek Philosophy. Or if you just want to contribute directly, we go to our Patreon. We have our awesome patron, Daniel Wong. You can join him on Patreon. You can uh, donate money directly. That goes to help pay for the SoundCloud. Then that bill is due soon. So I'm going to be cashing in all that Patreon money to help pay for the SoundCloud bill that's coming up. Because you got to pay every year so I can keep all these episodes up there for all the Russian bots to listen to. It's awesome. So, for myself, for my lovely wife, Rosa, for my adorable, sleepy son, Tiger, this has been Dre's Geek Philosophy Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. We'll see you guys next time. Have a good night. Bye. And for our audio listeners, if you got this far, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.